0: Hey, hey everybody! Welcome to the D2 Women's Basketball Podcast. I'm JP, your host, and I'm ready to get back to basketball after the winter break and we have a lot to talk about because there's been a lot that has happened since we last spoke. I'm going to break down all the big news that's happened and once again take a look at our top teams and see the way the wind is blowing in D2 Women's Basketball. What is the big news you might ask? Well, We've had some unexpected upsets to start the second half of our season. I guess that's why they call them upsets because they are unexpected. Okay, let's start off with the big upset. Number one, an unbeaten Grand Valley State goes down. If you listened to my last episode, you heard me say I didn't think the Lakers would lose between now and the end of the regular season. Of course, I was proven wrong in the very next game they played. The Lewis University Flyers from Romeoville, Illinois went into Allendale, Michigan, and beat Grand Valley State at home. Lewis went into the game with a 6-5 and record, but coming off four straight wins, and they shocked the world. Lewis won the first two quarters and led at the half 35-31. to And it's worth mentioning here that Grand Valley State has only played one close game all season to this point, so being down at the half is unusual for them. In the third quarter, Grand Valley State came out strong and took the lead back, 50-47 at the end of the third to begin the fourth. In the last frame, however, Lewis got it done, shooting 47% from the field to Grand Valley's 25%, and that was enough for a 69-63 to 63 victory for the Lewis Flyers. Lewis was led by 6-foot junior Catherine Schmidt with 16 points and 8 rebounds, as well as 5'8 junior Taylor Gugliuzza, who had 16 points in three blocks. Lewis kept Grand Valley State star Emily Spitzley in check, limiting her to three points on one for eight shooting. This was a big factor in the game as Spitzley came into the game averaging over 15 points per contest. This is a big win for Lewis, but it's just one of the things that will shank up the rankings this week. The next upset we need to talk about is sixth ranked and undefeated Tampa coming off their big win over WT. On the 29th of December at home, the Spartans hosted 6-4 Palm Beach Atlantic in this Sunshine State Conference battle. Palm Beach Atlantic held a 55-45 lead at the end of three quarters. In the 4th, the Spartans battled back to erase the 10-point lead and force overtime with a huge shot with one second left by Audrey Ramsey. In the overtime frame, the Sailfish put the game away, outscoring the Spartans 8-5 and sealing their 79-76 upset win. The Sailfish were led by 5'9'' junior Mariah Fletcher, who scored 24 points and had 14 rebounds. Cash Ayuso also had a great game for Palm Beach Atlantic with 9 assists, 4 steals, and 16 points. Great win for, for Palm Beach Atlantic. And more for the people who vote in the polls to think about that does it for our top 10 losses for the week but does not end our list of upsets next on that list is 23rd ranked and unbeaten assumption the Greyhounds traveled to Manchester New Hampshire to face southern New Hampshire University southern New Hampshire was eight and two coming into this game and had won six games in a row in this one Southern New Hampshire jumped out to an early lead and they led 34 to 12 at the half. At the end of the third quarter, the Penmen still led 49 to 28. In the fourth, Assumption did their best to make a comeback by outscoring Southern New Hampshire 26 to 9 in the frame, but the 21-point deficit was just too much to overcome. Southern New Hampshire gets the 58 to 49 upset win and with it claims a share of the Northeast 10 conference lead as Assumption, Bentley, and Southern New Hampshire are all all now five and one in conference play. Have you had enough of upsets? Well, me either. Let's keep it going. Nine and one Central Washington going to Seattle to play against unranked and seven and four Seattle Pacific University. Seattle Pacific used a big second and third quarters to build a 57 to 47 lead to start the fourth quarter. Seattle Pacific was then able to hold on and cement the 70 to 63 win. Ashley Alter came up huge in this one for Seattle Pacific where she scored 31 points and added nine rebounds. She did most of her damage at the three-point line as she made six three-pointers. Besides Alter's shooting, Seattle Pacific can also point to their rebounding as a reason for their success. Seattle Pacific out-rebounded Central Washington, 40-36, to which is a solid accomplishment as Central Washington has Samantha Bowman playing the middle for them, the nation's leading rebounder. Okay, now it's time to look at this week's new rankings. We have a new number one. Ashland has taken the number one spot on the strength of their wins over Michigan Tech and West Liberty that, combined with the Grand Valley State's loss, puts Ashland as their number one team. The number two team, Glenville State, also benefited from Grand Valley's loss and moved from fourth to second, leapfrogging Drury University in the process, who held steady at number three. Glenville State played a close game for them, beating Winston-Salem 73 to 65. Grand Valley State is the new number four team, only dropping three places with their loss. Minnesota State Mankato has moved to 5th from 7th after they beat Concordia St. Paul. An interesting note here is that the Mavericks are only ranked 3rd in their region, yet still hold the 5th spot nationally. The Mavericks have a couple of tough home games this week when they play 9-3 St. Cloud State and 23rd ranked Minnesota Duluth. Number 6 is Western Washington moving up from the 8th spot. This past week, the Vikings scored over 100 points twice, first against 25th-ranked Alaska Anchorage, 104-51, and second against Alaska Fairbanks, 101-57. to Next week, the Vikings play 24th-ranked rival Central Washington on the road. Central Missouri has finally entered the top 10 at number seven. With their 11-0 record the jennies had a big week this week winning over fort hayes 63 to 62 brooke luttrell had another strong game in this one scoring 21 points and grabbing 12 rebounds fort hayes was playing without star katie wagner the jennies also had a nice win against nebraska Kearney 55 to 50. the number eight team in the poll is tampa who only dropped two spots after their loss to Palm Beach Atlantic. At nine we have Eckerd who's in the same region as Tampa and currently Eckerd is number one in that region. This week Eckerd beat Rollins 83 to 45 and Palm Beach Atlantic 81 to 57. This creates an interesting matchup on January 14th when Tampa and Eckerd meet in a conference matchup. To complete our top 10 is Colorado School of Mines who remains 10 from just as they were in last week's poll. The Ore diggers got a win this week against Colorado Christian, 75-62. In this game, we got to see grad transfer Ashley Van Sickle get her first action of the season for Mines. This addition can only help the already strong Mines squad. Now I want to do a quick rundown of the regions. Indiana University of Pennsylvania is first in the Atlantic with their 10-0 and record, head of second ranked nationally Glenville State in the central seventh ranked Central Missouri is number one followed by 11th ranked Missouri Southern and fifth ranked Minnesota State Mankato the East region is now led by Jefferson who took over the number one spot after Assumption's loss and Assumption is now the number two team in that region the Midwest region is led by number one Ashland Followed by 4th rank Grand Valley State and 3rd rank Drury. This still looks like the toughest region, although Central Missouri—I'm sorry—the Central region is giving them some competition in this regard. The South region is led by 11 and 2 Eckerd, ahead of Lee, who is also 11 and 2, and Tampa, who is 12 and 1. The South Central region is led by 11 and 1 Colorado School of Mines from the Armac. This is interesting in that this region is usually led by a team from the Lone Star Conference, but not right now. The Southeast region is led by 14-0 Lenore Rhine, followed by 10-1 North Georgia. The West region still has Western Washington on top, followed by 12-0 Cal State Dominguez Hills at number two. The remaining unbeaten teams are IUP, Central Missouri, Ashland, Lenore Rhine and Cal State Dominguez Hill. That's just five left. Some interesting games to look for this upcoming week are Fort Hayes versus Missouri Southern State, Western Washington at Central Washington, and Minnesota State Mankato versus Minnesota Duluth. Thanks everyone for listening. I want to wish everyone a great 2023 and a happy new year. Have fun watching your, your local D2 teams and get out to see some games if you can. It's a lot of fun. And it's inexpensive entertainment. Have a great week. JP signing off.